Morena, and welcome to the Dawn Chorus on Monday the 30th of August. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka. Today we're gearing up for the announcement at four o'clock today uh, from Cabinet about whether Auckland's Level 4 lockdown will be extended for at least another two weeks. It was indicated on Friday it would be two weeks and it's expected to be confirmed uh, today at four o'clock. The question is whether or not the rest of New Zealand below the Bombay Hills uh, goes down to level three from tonight. And also, what happens in Northland, where there's a lot of grumpiness about the extension of the level four lockdown to them? Uh, that will be interesting as well. So, what's actually happening on the COVID-19 front? Well, yesterday we had a record high 85 cases although the growth in the numbers is slowing down. It was encouraging to hear from Ashley Bloomfield yesterday that the R level, um, the rate at which the virus is transmitted, is now below one. And remember, this virus had an uncontested rate of six. So that is um, positive news, although Ashley Bloomfield says it needs to get lower. Elsewhere yesterday, it's become clear that our very fast vaccination rate in the last couple of weeks, upwards of 90,000 per day, remember we were expecting at the peak to get to 50 or 60,000, that is potentially stressing uh, the level of Pfizer supplies that we had. There was another 320,000 doses that arrived yesterday, but Jacinda Ardern has pointed to a potential change in the vaccination strategy to be signalled later this week. There's a couple of options here. She talked about potentially dialing back on demand for the vaccination. So in theory, that would make it slightly harder to get bookings. But there's also other options, including bringing in other vaccines than Pfizer or somehow swapping some of the others that we had access to but chose not to use or donate into the Pacific to swap those for other countries' Pfizer supplies. She obviously doesn't want to slow down the vaccination rates at all, but that's one to watch for in the next week or so. Also, whether or not the Level 4 lockdown rules get changed, because yesterday Jacinda Ardern talked about four cases that had been transmitted during Level 4 lockdown in workplaces that were still operating. Turns out um, one of those looks to have been the Sistema factory in Mangere, which has 700 workers making plastic containers. That was operating during Level 4, and at least one of the workers has tested positive. The plant's been shut down for a deep clean last night and is due to reopen on Wednesday. And uh, you'd have to wonder whether some of these less absolutely essential workplaces uh, get to reopen under Level 4 because the government's looking to tighten those rules up. You'd also expect tighter mask wearing and PPE use rules and uh, maybe physical distancing rules also tighter. So um, given the uh, uh, threat from this outbreak, the government is looking to A, perhaps uh, dial back on the vaccination rates and B, tighten up on the level four restrictions. The overall picture here is that these lockdowns are going to go on for longer than maybe we initially expected, that the rules are going to be tighter, that we're not going to be vaccinated to a level anywhere near where we could um, relax those rules or not use nationwide lockdowns for some time. And we had um, 
some of the epidemiologists talking about uh, getting comfortable with yo-yoing lockdowns. And that's the uh, the situation we face over the next year, really, is given that our uh, contact tracing and tracking system is not able to cope with Delta, pretty much no one can, uh, and we have only limited ICU beds, um, reinforced last night by um, the head of emergency medicine talking about uh, us having the lowest ICU bed rate in the OECD, uh, that um, we have to face the potential for yo-yo in and out of nationwide lockdowns as soon as we get a single case, simply because our system cannot handle the um, speed of Delta, and we certainly couldn't handle an outbreak if you chose to not have those strict restrictions. So um, we are heading down the path of continued elimination strategy towards the middle of next year, with continued going in and out of lockdowns. Okay, elsewhere, Jacinda Ardern has decided to restart Parliament in person. Now, she didn't really want to do this. She preferred a Zoom-style uh, online Parliament, um, similar to what we saw last week with some of the select committees. However... Uh, Judith Collins, the national leader, um, did not want that. She wanted an in-person parliament and put her foot down. Um, having just demoted Chris Bishop from the shadow leader of the House, apparently Bishop did want an online uh, parliament. And uh, so um, Jacinda Ardern said, I'm not happy about this, but I'm not going to be the one to um, extend the cancellation of or the suspension of Parliament for another week. So there will be in-person Parliament starting on Tuesday. However, in reduced form, looks like there's going to be 10 MPs in the House, including five from Labour, three from National and one each from ACT and the Greens. The Te Māori Party is, uh, Te Party Māori is not going to attend. Uh, that is the sort of COVID news that's around today. A few scoops here and there. Thomas Coughlin at NZ Herald has a bit more information on the government's plans to be announced later this week on what we do about the looming vaccine shortage, if you like. Um, and it turns out the government's preference is to swap uh, some of our access to the non-Pfizer vaccines with other countries who have Pfizer. Um, although it's interesting, uh, Japan has decided in the last couple of days to start rolling out other vaccines and cocktails to try to speed up their vaccination rates. Watch out below for some interesting bits and pieces, including the latest Roy Morgan poll, which came out on Friday night, showing Labour at around about 39.5%, unchanged national down from 29% to 25%. The Greens up 2 to 12 and Act unchanged at 13. So um, not much movement there um, and obviously National under significant pressure. Look out too for a commentary from Arthur Grimes in which he said the government had caused a housing crisis to become a catastrophe um, and some interesting bits and pieces on the gentrification of America and how the um, growing inequality is contributing to a growing polarisation of politics, in part through the actions of NIMBYs in the way that cities develop. So that is the Dawn Chorus for Monday the 30th of August. I'm Bernard Hickey for The Kaka. <laughs>